I'm gonna do a test, test, test. Yes, give me, give me all the vocals. Wonky, wonky, wonky. I will give you vocals. I will give you vocals. Amy's birthday is coming up. I'm birthday, gonna. Birthday, birthday, happy birthday to How old are you gonna be? Like eighty-five? Or? Yeah, yeah, totally, totally eighty-five. I'm, I'm gonna be crib keeper. Eighty-five, longest running podcast. <laughs> oh wow! That was, Whoa! Wow! That was impressive. That was pretty cool. You have like crib keeper like button. You just hit like <laughs> that'd be crip pretty cool. Crib keeper button. Hello and welcome to episode 80 of the Destroy the Brain podcast. I'm Andy Triefenbach. I am Rin Maddox. Patrick Cortkin. And I'm Niles Maddox. And today we are going to be talking about Ty West's new film, X. For sex. Extra. Oh, I extra. thought you were going to do the, <laughs> he's been using brand X. Oh, that's better. That's why I was looking at you. I was like, oh, he'll take it. Nope. Failed me yet again. 80. Again. 80. And again. 80. 80. Oh, my 80. God. You fixed it. I think Niles and I came on at some point in like the 40-ish range. Was it? No. No, I thought you guys had been on That was earlier. the Hammer episode, wasn't it? Well, yeah, I came on like yeah. in the Hammer era because we were short on people and you're like well you'll do uh, and then i whispered the whole time because i'm afraid of microphones <laughs> can you reenact your uh first <laughs> I, think, I think our first one was horror of dracula right oh yeah, yeah. it was horror of dracula because i technically watched it because you were watching yeah. it and i was also in the room that's correct Close if you, enough. If you haven't been able to tell, we we have not recorded in a long time, which I'm sure you've noticed in your feed. Um, so yeah, it's it's very nice to have the game back together, and we're going to be talking about this new film that hopefully you've seen in the theaters, and if not, maybe it'll be out soon. Well, we know it will be out on Blu-ray and DVD in May. Is that right? Yes, Man, that May 24th, I think. Oh, late birthday That's present right. for me. It's crazy. <clears throat> what movies used to take like a year to come out? Yeah. <laughs> like, I remember like waiting for Twister to come out like on VHS, like movies, being like, come on, Bill. Movies would be come on. For, like, need that. Six months. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no. And now it's like a three month, four month turnaround. Yeah. yeah. I mean, even with this, it's what? um, Two months? Two months? Wow. These yeah. kids nowadays, they have no patience. <laughs> they got a good. It's day. us. We're kids. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, if you're new to this podcast, because now we also have another podcast, I'll talk about that in a second. Um, welcome. We talk about horror movies. We talk about what we've been watching over our little breaks, which we'll limit it to two people or two movies per. And uh, then we'll get into our main subject. So. Um, yeah, you can follow us on Twitter at DTB horror on Instagram at destroy the brain on Facebook at facebook.com slash destroy the brain. And, um, I don't, we don't have a TikTok yet, yet. (laughs) (laughs) Who's going to spearhead that one? Yeah. (laughs) If you like what you hear, uh, feel free to leave us a review, uh, anywhere where you listen to your podcast. Okay. Let's go ahead and get into what we've been watching. Ren, do you want to start us off? Sure. I watched a movie that made me think uh, The Matrix just completely stole somebody else's idea. It was called Dark City, and it was insane. 
and <laughs> I very much so enjoyed it. Um, I think one of the reasons I enjoyed it so much is because one of my favorite adult cartoons makes reference to these creature people. I don't know what they are. They're scary is what they are. But Venture Brothers makes reference to yes, these characters. For sure. Yes. I forget what those... They're in the black coats yeah, with the hats. Don't they have a and name? And they just like yes. float through the air and nothing moves. They just move through the air. It doesn't yeah. look like they're flying. It's, it is so unsettling. <laughs> it's the kid that does it. The, the scary kid. Is, oh, yeah. They're all just so pale yeah. and terrifying. Yeah. They're like vampires. Anyway. It's been a long time since I've seen that. Actually, I haven't seen it. You should totally watch it. Oh, yeah. It was bananas. I don't want to, like, give anything away because, I don't know, it's been out for 30 years. Because that's, like, 97? 98. Okay. Same director as The Crow. Right. Yeah, and iRobot. Yeah. And The Crow. And The Crow. crow. It feels a lot like The Crow. Is it really? Oh, It really does. Yeah. Kind of that dark, grimy. Very dark, grimy, moody. Um. Yeah, so I don't f- want to give away any of the. Yeah, plot for people points. for people who haven't seen it, do you want to give a brief synopsis or? Nah. No, I'm just nah. gonna say that okay. I liked it. Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest. If you've seen the Matrix, they ain't much different. It's about- the Matrix, <laughs> but before the Matrix. That's funny. Yeah. I'll I'll talk about something that's also very Matrix like. Interesting. I think that's the era that we're in, you know, where like Y2K, all the youth is dressing in low rise pants and <laughs> blue glitter. It's just where we are. They're dressing in blue glitter. I, I was going to say, have you wh- seen teenagers on the internet? That's all they're wearing now is blue I mean, glitter. This <laughs> insanity. Blue glitter. Well, you know. That's what I think of when I think of the year like 2001. Yeah. Is like platinum and blue glitter. Well, we were there. It was amazing. <laughs> and it wasn't blue glitter. Yeah, I was 20 years old. It was, it was metal years. ball chains. Fuck yeah. You mean monkey balls? <laughs> yeah, monkey balls, slipknot shirts, jingos. Jinkos. Jinkos, man. Well, I had, what did I have? I this had, isn't my first wear. conversation I had today about jinkos. <laughs> this is kick the third. Yeah. yeah, that's what I had. Bet you did. I used to wear those as uh, when I was doing projectionist job because they were so fucking comfortable. They were like pajamas. Yeah. It was nice. Except for, you know, if I had to run to a movie because it was falling apart and then oh. trip over them, and that wouldn't be good. So those weren't trip pants? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Well, Dark City is... Uh, uh, but yeah, Jennifer Connelly is in it, so I always a, think that that's a plus. And uh, Rufus Sewell? Sewell? Sewell, yeah. I don't he's know. He's swell. He's always great in everything he does. He's very intense, and it's just a great movie. It's dark. It's a dark city. Yeah, I, I haven't seen it in a minute. I don't even know if I have it. I mean, technically, it has the same opening as like Saw too. Does it? Yeah. Yeah, it does. Opening yeah. with a bathtub. Yeah. Oh, wow. You're like, yeah. I mean, the little bit of the plot is the guy wakes up in a bathtub, and he can't can't remember anything. Okay. Um, and then basically he's yeah, I he's trying to like this. okay figure out back. his existence, and basically things are coming at him and involving him in things that he has no idea why the implication yeah why he's involved in what and it's kind of yeah it's a mer- the mystery and solves as it goes and yeah atmosphere wise it's very much a horror it feels like, like film vibe. noir at certain oh, times yeah. yeah like with the costuming yeah. like a sci-fi memento kind of yeah 
little bit. It's like kind of like Sin City in the vibe. I mean, I, I think I saw it in the theater mainly due to the strength of the crow. I think it would have been great to see on a big screen. Yeah, I mean, it was, but I know there's also the director's cut, which... That's the one we watched. I'll I'll be honest, I don't don't know what the differences are. I didn't, I don't know. So, and it's been so long, like, you just had to remind me how it opened. So it's been so fucking long. I used to get that and City of Lost Children mixed together. (laughs) I mean, why wouldn't you? They both have like dark covers and if I recall, City of Lost Children is very like dark and bleak. But it's more of like a... It's got more of an orange. Yeah, everything has a tone like of green, orange. This is more brown. (laughs) That's gray. (laughs) Everything's gray. More shit pants. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, actually, uh, I might have to revisit this soon. Didn't we get that one? You could borrow a Blu-ray. Oh. Yeah, you could borrow something from us. Niles video. Niles and the Maddox video. Finally some quid pro quo. Maddox Madness. I don't know. We got to come up with a video story for you guys. A video store name. MTX. (laughs) (laughs) Are your rentals due at MTX? Yeah, that's going to be like uh, Andy's Good Burger, then Mondo Burger comes along. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are gonna have like the flashing lights and everything. We got neon, dude. I wish. What? Nothing. You wish you had this bullshit? We're gonna go full no, Josh like. No, I just like display-wise. Yeah. If anything, library cards. Josh, Josh has everybody beat. Yeah, Josh yeah. and Yana, well, their collection. Well, Josh yeah, has like insane. library cards, or he did at one point. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure those those are like supporting his house. Now. Probably, probably like, they're yeah. literally like structurally sound, like holding that house. They're together. not real. They're no. Just, <laughs> you know what? They sc- don't have walls, only shelves. The scary thing, and I know we're media. going on a digression, but I don't have any of this stuff like pinned to the wall, and they recommend you. Neither do we. And Niles <laughs> jumps a lot. <laughs> Niles, you do jump a lot. He's like a baby mm. in a jumping giant. I like to hop. <laughs> a little hoppy hop. boy. Gets all hopped up. <laughs> I can hear the walls shake. <laughs> yeah. I've got too many toys. I mean, honestly, I've always thought if the floors were going to break in this house, it's Niles. Because oh. he's... He jumps around. No, 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 no. Yeah, you jump around a lot when we do karaoke. And you can, he really does, though. He is very fucking stoked. That's that one humans. of the reasons that karaoke here terrifies me is that I can feel the floor shaking the whole uh-huh. time because Niles jumps around a lot. And look, if I was jumping around, it'd be, I think, honestly, if anybody was jumping around, we would feel the force. It's not a knock on you. It's a knock on this fucking house. This house Devil is house. <laughs> I'm not eating. Oh, God. Shut up. Already I'm ate. fasting for days. <laughs> you had a scotch egg. I did have a scotch egg for dinner. Wait, what's a scotch egg? It's sausage. It's a really and- drunk egg. Yeah. Is that like from <laughs> Ireland? No, it's sausage and breadcrumbs rolled around a hard-boiled egg and fried. Is it Blah. Scottish? So good. Blah. And then you dip it in mustard. Blah. <laughs> It's super good. A hard-boiled egg. Hard-boiled. I have no idea the origins of this. I just know they have it at a lot of Irish pubs. And at the Scottish Arms. Yeah, so it's probably Scottish since it's called a Scotch egg. Yeah, Yeah, it all tracks. But I don't want to say that because I don't know for sure. It might just be somebody who was drunk on Scotch who made this egg. Mm, Scotch egg. (laughs) Like how German chocolate cake. German chocolate cake has nothing to do with Germany. It's yeah. actually German's chocolate cake as in somebody's last name, German. Oh. Mm-hmm. I actually knew that. Wow. Yeah. Look at you go. 
I think my grandmother told me that. Anyway, uh, speaking of grandmothers. <laughs> Patrick. Patrick, wow! It's your turn. Sorry, it's been a while. I'm working on my segues. <laughs> well, I, I watched. Uh, don't look now. <laughs> Speaking of grandmothers, uh, I love that movie. I really, really. It's love a that sad movie. movie that is a sad movie. Yeah, that was my first time watching it. What? And yeah, so if if you haven't seen it, uh. Donald Sutherland and uh, Julie Christie both play a couple who they lose their daughter in a drowning accident and basically this whole play on grief and everything. And uh, it's it's weird because it, you can kind of see where Ari Aster must must have gotten a lot of his influence for Hereditary because. Oh, my God. I just Googled oh. this <laughs> and just the images that pull up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's haunting, but like, it, you know, it, you go through, you know, they the grief of losing their child. And then they even get to a point where, you know, they meet these two elderly sisters, uh, one of which is a psychic and uh, the mother uses her to attempt to uh, they have a seance and try to communicate with the, the dead daughter after that happens that's when things get really fucked up and weird and that's when it gets course, weird because it I mean, sounds pretty even, weird already. I mean it gets even weirder and yeah. yeah it's still an ending that I won't spoil but is it's just like what <laughs> like it is it's so good, though. But yeah. yeah, I mean, it's not as sinister as Hereditary, but it, there, I think he, I want to say he even said that's probably the movie that he drew the most from. But yeah, uh, I watched it on Canopy, which uh, I've never heard of that. It's one of those library oh. apps. So if you have a library card, you can watch for free there. But uh, I'm not sure if that's the only way to watch it on there. I I'm assuming you have to have a library card, but <laughs> yeah, you do. You do. do you? Mm -hmm. But yeah, um, I guess uh, go get a library card. Yeah. I still owe Even? the money to the library somewhere. <laughs> How much dollars do you owe them? I don't know. We can give them. Dollars. I definitely have a DVD that's theirs and I didn't take it back, <laughs> oh. but I don't even remember where I got it from. Oh no. It was that long. It was like in high school. That's okay. I, I still got one. I don't think I'm, they had computers then. I think you're good. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's sadly it's not streaming like anywhere other ever. than Canopy. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I was surprised to see it on there. But yeah, I, I really liked it. Yeah, recommend. Uh, uh, Criterion put it out if you're looking for the physical media. So, you know. Super good. It reminds me a lot of a mix between Alice, Sweet Alice, for some reason. Yeah. And the one where who could kill a child because of the setting, like the. Um, uh, yeah, I, I can I can definitely see Alice, Sweet Alice. I think it's um, a lot of the cinematography has got yeah. that dreamy haze yeah, to it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I uh, it, it's pretty serious though. It is very somber. See, lot. it wasn't somber. Yeah. I just said it looks like those kind of movies. No, yeah, 70s. I get you. Yeah, and but yeah, it's super sad. It's very sad. It's but, sad, but it's very good. Yeah, yeah. Donald Sutherland is really good in it. Yeah, there's How enough. Is Fro in that? Yeah, <laughs> isn't burnt offerings similar to that, like story wise too? Uh, no, 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 no. Not story wise. It's, it's but one of those where like 
I don't want to ruin anything. What were you going to say, Patrick? Well, like a kid dies, right? So, like, a kid dies, and then there's, like, a spookiness after the fact. I don't fucking know. Cool story. Cool story. Oh, I we, we were just talking about uh, Donald Sutherland's uh, fro. Fro. Yes. And, and just kind of <laughs> that should stop you, all you just kind of just want to touch it. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, when she fell in love with... Um, Invasion of the Body, body Snatchers. Snatchers. Oh, I mean, it's got him and I was Jeff like, Bloom in it. Well, you have to yeah. see this other movie because this one's like a very different kind of movie, but it's like super, like he's amazing in it. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. And it's it, it's definitely like visually, that's one thing I liked about it is it's full of all these like kind of visual metaphors and stuff. And that's... Uh, I love that. Yeah. And like just the way that they're seeing visions of the dead daughter, but it's like kind of done through these different allegories and stuff and you know like in ways where it's like oh is this this can be interpreted and you know I'll be honest some of it reminds me a lot except for the body horror stuff and I don't know necessarily why except for maybe a little bit of the tone is Cronenberg's The Brood yeah yeah. I can see that like Mm -hmm. you could do a killer double feature with those two yeah I think agreed you might not be okay after it but (laughs) (laughs) but yeah no Don't Look Now is uh, it's a great movie and it's got a good soundtrack too or a good score from uh, Pino D'Adagio I think Waxwork but yeah Waxwork put Mm -hmm. that out so cool so you can catch that on Canopy or buy a disc and get a library card Get a library. Get a library card. (laughs) I watched Studio 666. Yes, you did. It was great. (laughs) Why do you sound mad about that, Andy? Um, No, I mean, I I liked it. It was a little goofy. Yeah, it's very goofy. It's... Kind of weird to talk about now. <laughs> what were you gonna say, Niles? I was gonna explain what the movie is. Yeah, yeah. Six Six Six, a movie by the Foo Fighters. <laughs> of course, I watched it the week after the unfortunate demise of the drummer Taylor Hawkins. So it's kind of like I knew that was on my list to watch, and that kind of pushed me into propelled like, you to do. Yeah, it, I yeah. should. I want to check this out. Um, and I'm glad I did. You know, I didn't feel sad or anything. I felt like it was nice to see him having a blast yeah. making a movie with his friends. Yeah. So, like, it was kind of nice. It was almost cathartic. Um, but anyways, the movie itself is if you're a fan of Nirvana and Foo Fighters and just Dave Grohl as a human. Yeah. It's a good old time. You're watching Dave Grohl just have the best time of his life with his friends who happens to be his band. Um, I think it's a lot like Tenacious D pick of destiny because it has a plot that just keeps going and you don't know where it's going to end. Well, isn't he best friends with, uh, he's good friends with Jack Black. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he was on uh, Tenacious's album at that era. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and pick of destiny was the devil. Yeah. (laughs) I was going to say, yeah. Uh, but I just thought that because honestly it's the plot is kind of similar in a way. Cause it like goes off on this tangent and you're just like, okay, well this was going to be a ridiculous movie and indeed it It is. is. Yeah. Um, it's Foo Fighters Halloween special. That's absolutely. It's an episode of Scooby-Doo starring the Foo Fighters. But um, it's got it's got a really good gore gag. Okay, so basically the gore is fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is probably 
way better than it's supposed to be. Like it's it blew me away. Some of the, the, kills. the bed gag is the bed and then the symbol. Yeah, the symbol. Oh my good god, too. so good. Anyway, so if you like, just want to watch it for some good gore. There's pretty good gore in it, and then obviously I would suggest probably having a drink or two while watching it. Because um, yeah, it is silly, and they are a band, not actors. So yeah, there's a lot of like they're definitely having a good time. But here's the thing: like I don't think. Th- <laughs> I know some people were comparing it and I don't think it's a fair comparison is like kiss, uh, oh, no. phantom in the park. No, that thing. Horrible. I'm like, come on. So that's different. awful. It's like, that's awful. And like the acting is so stilted. Yeah. The good thing about the Foo fighters is they're not very stilted. They all have their own little personalities. Pat and smears. Pat smears. is my like favorite the comic relief. I because love it. he literally doesn't have to talk. He's just funny yeah. when he makes expressions. And I was like a huge fan of his, like, cause he joined during an utero era. Mm-hmm. He was actually in Nirvana mm-hmm. and then literally was in it for like a couple of months and then got, you know, what happened happened. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, Oh, well that sucks. Yeah. But, um, no, it was nice to see him as just like this comic relief kind of character. And he was a, pro- one of the producers on it mm-hmm. too. So that was kind of cool to see like, yeah, I don't know. I felt like they take it as took it as seriously as they needed needed to. Yeah. Um, and I was pleasantly surprised. And I think my just rock and roll geek factor, it was enough to push along this I, plot that I didn't. I think it's a good well. marriage of rock and roll, like yeah. a rock and roll band and horror movies. Yeah. It doesn't excel in no. either of them. No, either of those kind of categories. But for a band made horror film, sure. Perfect. I, yeah. I think it's fun. I yeah. think it's a lot of fun. Um, the gore gag's really great. Uh, did you listen to Dave Grohl's fake band? The Dream Widow, yes, the band, the that, whole album. Yeah, yes. it's actually pretty good. Oh yeah, it's solid. <laughs> yeah, no, I was I pleasantly surprised. No, that's cool. Yeah, no, I, I dug it, and um, you know, I'm glad I'm glad it happened, and it mm-hmm. seemed to be kind of a highlight of a, a good career. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that one's directed by B.J. McDonald, who did Hatchet Three, but he's done like a whole bunch of second unit stuff for David Sandberg, the guy who directed Shazam and Lights mm-hmm. Out and yeah. stuff like that. So I, I think it's. You know, I, I think it helps having a director who knows what the hell he's doing, too. So, um, cool. Uh, so, since you mentioned The Matrix, I'm actually going to talk about a movie that's out today. Uh, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Oh, I'm very interested okay. in that. Definitely in the tops of the year. You're um, going to bring it up during a horror discussion? Yeah, okay. I am. Okay. Because... I think we're all sitting here being like... it's It's a genre bender. It's, okay. it's mainly sci-fi martial arts, but there are a couple of horror gags. I will say it is kind of light on horror, but there's heads that explode and confetti comes out and there's a whole bunch of we- it's just here's why I want to mention it. I had so much fun watching it and I got to see it. They had like this one night IMAX deal. Nice. And the it was a pretty full crowded theater which was kind of spooky but whatever um everybody had a blast with it though that was the nice thing because like there was two rows reserved for press which is how i really got to see it but i was worried because i i don't know if that movie would play as i don't think the audience would be as reactive if it was like a normal press screening or um yeah i i think it's a lot of fun it's uh, so it's made by the guys. They go by D- Daniels 
and they made the Swiss Army Man movie. Oh, that was a really fun movie. Yeah. Um, this is, it gets as absurd sometimes well, as like that movie does. it's like a multiverse thing, isn't it? It is a multiverse thing, and it has Michelle Yeoh from uh, House of Flying Daggers. It also has, um, I, I apologize, I forget his name, but the guy who plays Data in The Goonies, he took a retirement or hiatus for like 20 years or something and came back for this and what's great is like he is not rusty at all you love him like from frame one it's just like oh he's great he's a nice guy his character is a nice guy and like he's giving it his all and uh jamie lee curtis is also in it she's fantastic it's very comedic but it also like i think much like malignant which was a celebration of like gonzo horror i think everything everywhere all at once is like the celebration of cinema and especially foreign cinema, like, uh, martial arts. I mean, there's stuff in there that will remind you of like old Kung Fu films. Um, or at least like if, even if you're not well-versed in it, like kill bill volume two, uh, with Pai Mei and stuff like that. Um, it's just a lot of fun. And I think, you know, granted, yes, it is a little light on horror, but I think it's genre enough that, people who like other genres than horror or, you know, maybe they like Kung Fu films. Like maybe they're getting into Shaw Brothers set that Arrow put out or something like that. This is definitely up your alley. But again, it's also probably in my top three right now of the year. So I definitely don't want to not mention it. So yeah. Sold. I'm going to talk about Encanto next. Okay, cool, cool. Let's talk about Bruno. We do not talk about Bruno. Okay. <laughs> I'll get into something horror. You're just messing Jeez. with me. No. Rin, go ahead. So the other film that I watched is a newer one called You Are Not My Mother. I watched it on a ghoul's night. We ordered it for rental on the Amazon. And uh, it's right away very um, tenuous in the relationships that it sets out. Um, There is a house in Ireland and it's like in a suburb, modern day. There's a daughter who's the main focus of the film, her mother and then her grandmother. Grandma clearly believes in the old ways. So right off the bat, Rin is very interested. Love me some folk horror. Mom is unwell. And the daughter is not handling it well herself. She's in high school. She's already having a hard time with girls at school, not accepting her and being nice to her. She has a strange burn mark on her face that, of course, they make fun of her for that as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Her art teacher is very into her life and telling her, like, hey, if you ever have any problems or you need to talk to somebody, I'm here for you. So that's like... All very nice. The teacher's saying all the right things, but she doesn't feel comfortable talking to her teacher. Mom's at home being fucking nuts. She like took her kid to school. And then when the kid's walking home from school, she sees her mom's car just like sitting in the middle of the road with Hmm. the doors hanging open. And there's this whole manhunt for her. But of course, the cops aren't taking it seriously. Mom comes back. And after being found, of course, and being heavily medicated okay, and things are okay for a minute and then things are really not okay. And it was very enjoyable. It was uh, 
the kind of movie that makes you think of all the weird stuff that maybe wasn't okay that happened while you were growing up. Um, so I'd say that if you were in a sensitive space, perhaps with your uh, familial relationships, it's either going to be a good watch or a bad watch for you. <laughs> okay. But um, I really enjoyed it. It was like a nice tight 90 minutes and all of the characters are very authentic. So is it an Irish film or? Yeah, it takes place okay. in Dublin. I think okay. it's at Northern Dublin. Okay. Uh, the accents are thick. Uh-huh. Um, but it's, you know. Did you have to turn on subtitles? We had subtitles on because we were watching with someone who's hard of hearing oh, and school's okay. night. So we're all talking anyway. But <laughs> Okay. It was a really enjoyable movie. Cool. Yeah, I, I vaguely remember hearing about it. Uh, I'll put it on my watch list. I'm definitely interested. You know, another Irish film that I need to check out, Irish horror film, is The Hollow. Have you ever seen that? Yeah, we watched it. Yeah, okay. Did you like it? I can't remember. I don't even watch Okay, good, good, That means it was probably great. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so that was You Are Not My Mother. Yes. Okay. My friend actually was texting with her mother. She's like, oh, what are you guys going to watch tonight? And she just (laughs) says, you are not my mother. And her mom starts calling her like, what did I do? You are not my mother. (laughs) Oh. Yeah. So, yeah. Kind of like with the porno movie, you know? (laughs) It's like, maybe just like say like in parentheses, film. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. Oh, man. All right, Patrick, what do you got? Uh. So I went from sad to silly. I watched Death Spa. Fuck yeah. Oh my. <laughs> yeah. I've seen that. That was fun. <laughs> well, um, it's <laughs> exactly what it sounds like. exactly what it sounds like. Is there a facial peel? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sexy. You know, you gotta, you gotta put your... Basically, there's a... <laughs> Love the movie. So you know, there's a it, it's a spa. People die in it. There's uh, it's basically uh, are there a bunch there's of there's a spa there's a with lot, death. It, the, you know, it's you know, it's it's basically computer controlled. You know, uh, there's what? oh, oh wait, out. so you is can, this like chopping? Can... This is like chopping mall in a spa, isn't yeah, it? Okay, like, you could have. I think there there's this like a scene of somebody in a control room and they're like, I'm going to change the, this guy's reps to, you know, change the speed that he's like, <laughs> but eventually it gets to the point where the spa itself or the computer within the spa becomes possessed. Obviously. And of course you can see lots of uh, fun deaths involving dumbbells and <laughs> exercise equipment. And if you like that kind of thing, you're going to love this. <laughs> if you like the first 10 minutes of Toxic Avenger, you'll love this. <laughs> oh, yeah. If you like extended cut. seeing, you know, that 80s aesthetic of people working out, you know, except there's a lot more neon. Mm. So it's a it's a fun looking movie. Because it's very... You own this, don't you? you no, know? actually, I don't think I do. And Ken Forey's in it. Yeah, well, yeah, he, yeah, he's in it. Um, I mean, I know Death Spa, but... I watched this on... I've seen it. Prime, like, forever ago. Yeah, I feel maybe like it was that's on where there, I saw it. And I was, like, drunk, I, it was late night, I just, like, I think, threw something on, and it was Death Spa. I think it's still on, maybe. Well, I don't know. It was a check the show notes. It was it was a blind buy. I mean, I just you know the cover, the title. I was like, yeah, we gotta own this. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta get it. You're coming home with me. Uh, Which 
reminds me, I, I still need to see Killer Workout. I have no idea how that one is. Uh, that <laughs> one's not as good as Death Spot, no. if I remember correctly. But yeah, give it a spin. Yeah. All right. Get your workout though. Get, get your workout on. Check it out. <laughs> All right. Niles, what's your second pick? I watched uh Psychomania from 1973. Fuck yeah. And um uh, yeah, it's a good old flick. I've seen it multiple times. Uh this was I just bought it finally and um yeah, give it a rewatch. Um it's a good old British film. Mm-hmm. Um there's bikers. Yeah, but it's, it's I, got a killer tracks. It's got, yeah, overall, it, let's be honest, it reminds me, of, like, a good back-to-back would be Wicker Man in this, because it's that same, like, era, and it's British, and it's, I don't know, I just think it's... Yeah, but it's not, like, really folk horror other than, like, no, they give they themselves are, to Satan. No, 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 no. With frogs, bro. <laughs> oh, oh, that's Dude, true. Dude, it is folky as fuck. Okay, There's literally, like, right, witches right. with frogs, and basically the concept is a bunch of shitty British biker teams <laughs> go around just like fucking shit up and like their leader is this rich kid who has this like really weird mom and like a butler who's also like his like mentor and you you know from the get go something's up with them like why is you know why are they talking to him like this and he's clearly something they act like he's something special about him mm-hmm. and I'm not gonna ruin it but basically <laughs> they uh he decides that if he believes that he can come back to life after he kills himself, like if he truly believes he'll come back, he will. And he does it and he does. Oh, yeah, and he yeah. convinces all of his friends to do the same thing. Oh. <laughs> so and then, of course, after they're the undead, mm-hmm. they basically go and terrorize the fuck out of the town like they were doing before. So right. I don't actually know. But they're, well, I mean, but they can't be undead. stopped. Nah, yeah. They can't yeah. be stopped now with the motorcycles. I think the the one thing that I like Ren watched it with me and I was like, hey, look, it's the guy. It's the guys from Mystery Science Theater. It's the outfits. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I like Psychomania. Um, the, yeah, I think Arrow put that out, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's out on Blu-ray. I know Severn put it out on DVD like a long time ago. And I think that's maybe how I first saw it. But yeah, no, it's a fun movie. And I think it's. It's relatively well made. Yeah. And it's, I feel like super original. Like it's, I mean, I understand it's probably picking up on like genres like biker films and for like sure. frog magic films. <laughs> frog magic. <laughs> what <laughs> other frog magic films were the, would there be in this? Um, I mean, Wicker Man does have frog magic. That's true. I mean, okay. Was it a frog or a toad? Some mm. amphibious creature. Switchblade Sisters kind of reminds me of, uh, Psychomania. Ooh. With the teen gangs being yeah. shitty for like oh, yeah. no reason. Yeah. yeah. But really, Psychomania made me think the whole time like, well, if all your friends jumped off of a cliff, would you do the same thing? <laughs> yes. Yes, you These would. Kids Absolutely. Would. <laughs> so, what year was Psychomania? 73. No, okay. Yeah. It's the same year as the one you talked about earlier oh, with that's right. uh, Sutherland. Psychomania and Don't Look Now. Maybe not a good double feature. Oh, not yeah. a good double feature, but it'd be, I'm, I'm sure uh, if you wanted to get in a better mood, you'd probably watch Psychomania. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. <laughs> Psychomania is definitely a little more lighthearted, even though like your your characters are shitheads. Shitheads. Oh, Complete man. shitheads. But it's um, similar to uh, Clockwork Orange, where it's just yeah. like, why are you guys being so shitty? It's just not British. as brutal. It's not as brutal. Uh, I was going to say, I'd hope not. <laughs> I mean, it's in the same kind of, I, I don't want to say the same tone. 
because same it doesn't vein. go. Yeah, uh, same vein. Yeah, same dick vein, and <laughs> it's just not as extreme. Yeah, but yeah, psychomania. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Now I got to listen to that theme song. <sighs> so good. All right. Um. So I actually crossed off a movie that I thought I saw, but I let's just say I didn't. Um. Because I definitely saw it on VHS when I was way too young for me to understand it. Uh, I finally watched, with William Hurt passing away, uh, it was the ignition that I needed to finally sit down and watch Altered States. Oh, yeah. This is directed by Ken Russell, who is a filmmaker I'm always wishy-washy with. Um, Sometimes I really dig him. Sometimes I don't. I think his best movie is probably The Devils. But after watching Altered States, I was totally drawn in like that movie is fucking amazing i kind of like after it was over i kind of kicked myself because i've been kind of uh wanting to chase down like trippy movies and trying to assemble the pre-show for the panos cosmatos double feature that we're doing next week um next friday and saturday at the marcus (laughs) uh we are showing beyond black rainbow and mandy um And I was like, you know, I think Altered States fits in this, so I want to put a trailer together, but I feel weird not seeing this film. So I watched it, and I had it super fucking loud, and I had the mood set, and it it is an amazing film. Can I tell you what it's really about? I don't know. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) William Hurt is basically trying to find a man's self, uh, and he's using hallucinogens and psychedelics to put himself in a deprivation. Uh, uh, it's a float tank. Yeah, it's a float tank. <laughs> and basically he's just like tripping balls and trying to find him his inner self. I, I don't. The logic doesn't make sense. Here's what you get out of it. That though. was the plot, bud. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty <laughs> much it. What I love about this film is not only like all the fucking trippy images, which I mean, this is from 1980. And like when you watch this, you're like, holy shit, this is pretty advanced. Like there's definitely, you know, blue and green screen involved, but the detail behind everything is really well done. Um, some of the shit would kill on a big screen and it's like, I kind of want to show it to be honest with you for late night grindhouse because I think it deserves a big screen. But what I also really liked about it was, uh, the writer who, uh, wrote the film. He actually, I think he wrote like a treatment of the film and then it became a novel in 78, if I remember correctly, Patty, uh, Chayefsky. Uh, so this is the guy who wrote network. Um, Ooh. so if you've seen that, like, you know, how strong of a writer the guy is. That has William Hurt too. Doesn't it? Network. Does it? I thought so. shit. You might be right. You might be right. It's been a long time since I've I saw it. I was like it. a kid. I had no idea. Really? It was on, you know, like <laughs> it was like that little. No, I don't think so because I'm pretty sure this is William Hurt's debut. Is it? I'm pretty positive. But um, yeah, it, William Hurt plays this guy Edward, who is a Columbia University like what is it, psychopathologist or something like that. Anyway, and he's studying. He's trying to figure out. Not only himself, but also like what may cause mental conditions like schizophrenia and stuff. But like I said, quite honestly, it doesn't really fucking matter. What you're going to see is a whole bunch of psychedelic shit. And the writing is 
pretty superb. It really reminds me of Aaron Sorkin. And I want to say that like Aaron Sorkin's probably said that Chayefsky is um, like one of his influences because it's really fast. It's back to back and it's very heady. I mean, it's it's not like, you know, a normal it's not anything. I would say it's all very intellectual. Um, But yeah, no, I was just kind of blown back. Like my skirt got blown up on this one. Um, mm, I I really Lord. yeah it, it was pretty crazy. <laughs> Over ruffles your sorry, I was thinking of this one. Oh, Lost in Space. Yeah, that's right. I was. I'm sorry. Lost in Space. <laughs> yeah, it's a I different, used to love that movie. I, I forgot. It's a different. Space. It's a different movie. <laughs> it's it's it's. It's from different. like the fucking '90s, dude. Yeah, it is. There's a space monkey. So, it's. It's got genre elements. <laughs> it's got genre <laughs> elements. <laughs> oh wow! Um, but yeah, uh, Blair Brown is also in this, and Bob Ballet, uh, Balaban, who I only really know. I mean, I know he did like a lot of TV, and he's been in some Christopher Guest stuff. But I will always know him as the director of Parents. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, but yeah, no, I, I think it's a excellent movie. And like I said, it, Drew Barrymore, I think this is like her first role ever. She's only in it for like 30 seconds or something. But uh, John Larroquette's in it as an x-ray technician. It's it's kind of wild just like picking and like, oh, I've seen that guy. I've seen that guy. Um, but yeah, no, there's just something about the movie that kind of entrances you into this fucking story. It, even though, like I said, it's a very simple story. Um, the end is fucking wild. Like he becomes like a transmutation and all this weird shit. It's just a wild movie. And uh, I'll be uh, as somebody who considered this a blind spot. If you've never seen this movie and it's been on your list, kick it up a notch because I, I think it's really well worth the watch. Like I'm all a gossy. What? What? No. Okay. Never mind. I, I that joke flew right over my head. Uh, What'd you say? <laughs> I think she said Emerald Lagasse. <laughs> he was a TV chef when I was a kid. Uh, <laughs> he'd always say that we gotta kick it up a notch, and then he'd go bam. <laughs> no. Okay. Just. <laughs> Nope, I have no clue what you're talking you about. You just like brought up memories that it were lost in the fall. <laughs> I'm glad I brought up memories, I guess. I, I have no clue what you're talking about, though. Damn, sorry. I I really want to rewatch it now because Emerald? I just bought it. No, it's altered states. Like, after, lost in space. <laughs> no, I literally just bought it. I got like, it I, on just, VHS. I just did the buy now. Yeah, done. I already but, bought it. Because, like, I, I, remember, I remember seeing it as a kid. Because, like, my dad rented it on VHS, and that was the part that VHS I... VHS is not the way to watch it. Not the way to watch it, no. 100%. <laughs> but that's the scene I remember walking in on, was when he transforms at the end, mm-hmm. and just being like, what is going on? So, <laughs> Did it blow your skirt up? It uh, didn't blow my skirt up. Blew my socks off. Wow. That, ooh. <laughs> I like that better. So, I feel like whatever. socks are more securely on your body than a skirt is. Yeah. yeah. So, so this movie's me, got energy. I was going to say it, it blows shit off, but that sounds weird. Ew. Blows <laughs> shit <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> it is not a, though. It's good. Um, it's, yeah. No, it's, I, it's a, wee. after I, I, after I finished it, I quickly bought the Blu-ray. So, yeah. Um, yeah, no, that's definitely like, you know, I, I, I don't know if you guys do this on Letterboxd, but do you guys like do a favorite discoveries of the year? No? Cool. No. Great. 
I just rate movies and then track them. Like <laughs> I just log movies and yeah, rate I them. Log That's all them I and I rate them. But are you making lists now? Yeah, no, I, I tried to do like a top ten of like film discoveries that weren't released the year that I'm oh. you know watching them. Yeah, but that's, that's they're good. like first time watches or yeah. maybe like revisits where the gap is so far apart that I probably forgot about that's it. So idea. it's like a first. Yeah, like in, in Canto. I just have yeah. a list in my phone about elevator horror, <laughs> elevator, horror. which is any yeah. movie that involves an elevator. Not, not, it's going to make it movie. a thing. Not it's elevated. going to be a whole round at trivia night. It was a whole round at trivia night this past horror trivia night. Oh, <laughs> the title card came up as elevated horror, and then we switched it to elevator, uh, horror. elevator horror. Oh, Valren wasn't there. Yeah, I know. the one time I'm not there. <laughs> We had the Omen 2 death scene, which I've never seen Omen 2. And really? I think that I've death scene, it. I was like, holy fuck. Yeah, the Omen series is like a blind spot for you me. You own it. I know. That's I, why I bought I, it. I've been wanting to watch it, and you won't let me borrow yeah. it because you two, haven't seen it. I, I think I watched all of those growing up because my parents jokingly called me Damien when I was a baby. Because <laughs> for those who don't know, my full first name is Darian. And also when I was being baptized as an infant, as I was being taken from my father's arms, I growled into the pastor's microphone. Can you do it again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Let me put some echo. <laughs> I don't like that at all. Please stop. You know, if I still live here, I'd have my special. holy water. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I, I turned off the effect. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, I, I think um, I've seen The Omen, but I haven't seen any of the rest, nor the remake. Two is so. decent. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I've, that fucking kill scene's killer. Yeah. Um, but no, the set was 30 bucks. That's why I bought it. And eventually you will watch it, Niles, when I get around to it. Okay, let's get into our main topic, which is... X. 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 What? What are we doing? Making me feel special. No. Ew. I forgot what we're talking about. The movie is gross. Crack one open. Let's talk about X. X is the new film from A24 and director Ty West, who was like kind of MIA out of horror for yep. a while. His last film was In the Valley of Violence, which I still haven't seen. Have nope. you seen it? Nope. Has I anybody seen it? Either. No. Okay. And I I gotta I hate to be that guy, but to be honest with you, I was like, yeah, I wish it was a horror movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well it had Ethan Hawke, so I was kinda interested in it. Right? It did have Ethan yeah. Hawke, right? Okay. I'm sure it's good. But... Also, uh before we get too deep into it. Hi Nikki. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Hi, Nikki. You Hi, just Nikki. appeared. Yeah. I did just appear. Like yeah. magic. Like <laughs> magic. Down from a horror balloon. And now we're all going to hop in a van and go to this farm to shoot this movie called Farmer's Daughter. I am not in that movie. <laughs> You're not? I'm just going to wear overalls. <laughs> just overalls. Just overalls. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> so, from what I've seen of this film, I don't think I would be upset about being <laughs> Farmer's Daughter. <laughs> You know what's funny is I thought Ty West was going to pull like some meta shit because there is a porno called 
the farmer's daughters. Oh, weird. And I forget. Did you do some How research? Yeah, did you know this? <laughs> I own it. What were you doing last night? I bet you do. You dirty dog. I do. I do own the DVD. Where's the sticky cabinet? Um, <laughs> the sticky cabinet is in the sticky box in the closet. <laughs> the sticky box in the sticky closet. Because once I get my other Billy bookshelf case, I want to uh, hang up curtains and yeah, have an adults it. only yeah. version. Oh, no. Yes. <laughs> It'll be like family it video. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Yes, that's exactly what <laughs> I want. You should do it. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I think this is like, uh, you know, other than Scream, right? This is another horror staple of 2022. Uh, or at least it's been hyped as such. I mean, Jenna Ortega is in both. Je- you know, hot girl summer. <laughs> here's the thing. Fat. This movie made me fucking realize how disgusting males are. Th- it took this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I, I mean, I, I had an inkling, but people are like, Oh, Jenna Ortega doesn't get naked. Fuck this movie. Whoa. I mean, you know, she is the age of consent and that character was doing what she wanted to do, but that's kind of jumping ahead. <laughs> yes. That is jumping ahead because <laughs> I do. What I do like about it is it feels that like Ty West in the shower the whole time. Oh, yeah. Oh, that felt real. Yeah. I felt But that. it feels like Ty West knew exactly what the audience was going to say with Jenna Ortega, who's like, I don't, she's a singer. I don't even really know who she is. I don't know who she is either. She was like a child actor in Iron Man 3. So she oh. was a is baby she, to somebody. She looks is she like, like a, a Disney star or something? Like, what? what's the deal with her? I don't know. If you want to pause the show for a second, I can look it up and tell you. I don't want to pause. All I know is yeah. I saw a review on Letterboxd that said Jenna Ortega, Jenna Ortega, Jenna Ortega, all caps. But what was the star rating? Uh, I think it was five. Okay. Oh, good, good, wow. good. I mean, she did a great job. She did a great job. I yeah. did. I, I liked her. She's on the cover she of Fangoria. Obvi- she obviously is a child actor. She was in Insidious Chapter 2, Iron Man mm. 3. Oh. Uh, but her big, she received recognition for her role as young Jane on the CW comedy drama series, Jane the Virgin. Oh. She was in that show for five years. Wow. I, that's right. I, she, I did watch that show. She got her breakthrough role starring as Harley Diaz on the Disney Channel series Stuck in the Middle that ran for two years. Okay. How old so is she, like 19? I think um, she just turned 19. I think 20. that's right. Yeah, she's 19. Yeah. yeah. She was also a voice of an animated series, Elena of Avalor, from 2016 to 2020. Haven't so yeah, she's clearly yet. had a long history of yeah. television. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. that that's probably why people But she's her. also like a musician, right? Well, Instagram, man. I'm sure she's just famous because she's oh, famous. that's true. <laughs> okay. you know? Yeah. Or maybe I, I might be getting mixed up. Uh, look, I'm a 40-year-old man. I can't keep up with these kids. <laughs> Soon to be 41. Oh, By the time this fuck. comes out, you'll oh, be 41. Fuck, I'll be 41 when this have comes you out. Actually, have you checked her Instagram yet? It's TikTok, No, I haven't. Check I haven't checked shit in I the past it. like couple hours. Thanks, Patrick. <laughs> What'd you do? It's your birthday countdown. I got to oh, add God. these pictures. Right. You were so oh, cute when you was know. in Yeah, what the fuck happened? I don't know. You were so precious. Oh, the pandemic. Oh, oh, no. no, I looked ugly way before the pandemic. Come on. You've never been ugly. Totally oh, beautiful great. boy. You're beautiful baby. You're beautiful I, I am a beautiful baby. Bo- I was a real. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. So, uh, yeah, X is, uh, if you are not aware of the plot, it's a uh, whole bunch of pornographers going to make a movie entertainers <laughs> yeah 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 it's the inter- here's what's interesting though it's right on the cusp it takes place in 1979 
And what I what I really dig about it, just because I'm a nerd, is that he's talking about home video and like oh. how this is going to take over. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that was yeah. Cool. craze. And he wasn't wrong. I mean, let's let's be honest. Uh, it, when you're talking about video formats, what really determines what video format wins is pornography. I've seen that documentary. Yeah. So was I the only person who thought that uh, the Wayne character was Matthew McConaughey in makeup for mm. <laughs> like okay, a very long no, time? It definitely only because I watched I watched Netflix and I watched Virgin River and I totally recognized him right away. And Martin Campbell is who is the, the actor Wayne we're talking about. Martin yeah, yeah, Henderson. Yeah, yeah. Or oh yeah, Henderson. Martin Campbell. That's the fucking director of. But Casino that's the Royale. only reason like why I knew him was off of that silly easy to watch show i was like wow matthew mcconaughey he's like really tan and his face looks totally <laughs> I, knew him. I knew that guy as the lead from the ring remake wow oh, yeah. oh okay. really yes that's oh, the same i did dude. not know he was in that yeah, i'm gonna yeah, have yeah. to go back and google him google him huh google um him. but yeah this is a movie that stars uh kid cuddy um martin scott <laughs> muscuti thank you who is also an executive producer not just an actor, not just he a pretty face. Yeah. I thought he was great in it. He was. Brittany Snow. I was impressed really by Brittany Snow. Her. She also also and she looks so good. Yeah. So good. I was like. I was really impressed by everything about her. You mean her yes. tots? <laughs> she really. I'm sorry. It was like the first thing you really hear out of her character. Look, it mouth. sounds better coming well, out of your mouth versus one of our like fucking disgusting Like from her other roles, yes. like in some of the movies that she's been in. I like was, John Tucker I Must Die? Yes. yes. I thought this was a really great, I thought she played a great character. Yeah. I was like, but, wow, this girl who I've always seen as like pristine yes. is being so nasty Vulgar and so and believable. Yes. All of the characters to me felt like they were real people. They did, yeah. But I also like that she that they made like sex is sex is good. Like yeah. we shouldn't have sex to be positive. Yes. Well, it did show the darker side of it. Basically. That is true. That is true. I like the framework of it though. Of so, hold on. Do, I, I do we need to like set it up? I probably yeah, set it up. Set okay, it up. Dad. Tell us a story. Okay. <laughs> okay. So these pornographers, you see, they have a oh. killer fucking deal Oof, to go out to uh, Texas. You know, killer. Texas Chainsaw Massacre burn. Basically, um, <laughs> basically. It yeah, really, it is. Yeah. It's so Texas Chainsaw. They leave meets Dallas. Yes. Basically, they. It's a strip club owner and like the Houston. 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 Sounds better. Uh, leave, I saw this movie twice. I'll, leave we'll the get strip club. <laughs> And they're going to make a film mm-hmm. and they actually hire somebody that does film, but needs his leg in the door, foot in the door. And that guy, not his dick in the door though. No, he does not want anything. He's to do behind the him. camera. He's just going to anyway. make art of this. Um, but yeah, no, they, they decide that they're going to make this movie called the farmer's daughters and what you don't really get a huge hint of it, but they do kind of talk about like how they want to make this movie in this movie should propel them into financial success and, you know, kind of get some clout for some of the actors as well. So it's a big project for them. And I think, you know, like I said earlier, a lot of that is because uh, the director who is played by Martin Henderson, Wayne, um, just feels like, yeah, this is this is the movie that we're going to debut on home video yeah. because people, you know, stores need this. Even though, like... 
I, I vaguely remember like the video stores really popping up in the early eighties, not seventy nine, but I th- well, minor I, I, I think what I he was saying is that's going to be the future. It doesn't yeah, yeah. exist yet. Yeah, yeah. But the idea that once you get your 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 time on screen, mm-hmm. you'll be famous enough to get into more of it. Right. It's right. kind of the dream of everyone because I think at that time it was like the 42nd Street had finally moved to everywhere. Well, and they also referenced Debbie Does Dallas, yes. which and, was a major breakthrough yeah. for pornography and especially, uh, especially like theatrical pornography. Yeah, because yeah, he, he does make there there is a line where he says something like soon people are going to be able to enjoy this in the comfort of their own home. Right. Right. Not just perverts. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Something that I found very striking in the very beginning of the movie is when Maxine is just sitting in her dressing room, you know, doing lines of whatever um oh, and she just <laughs> she just like looks at herself and she's like you're a goddamn sex icon <laughs> she i don't know what it is about me a goth but she's just like intense and it was fun i i enjoyed that i felt like that really stuck with me and well, I that's feel how like I that, wake up every morning. That attitude. <laughs> she, she carries that attitude with her throughout yeah. the entire movie. She's got that X factor. So you don't X. feel that but, Wayne influenced her to think that way. Do you think on her own she came up with that? I think it's a little bit of both. I think that she always was going to be a star. Yes. But Wayne saw it in there, her. There's a huge <laughs> amount of grooming and you can tell. That, Absolutely. Like, she's clearly like 12 good at, years old well, looking he's compared good at grooming to him. everybody. Yeah. It's not just her. It's everybody in that van. He's a salesman. Is right. been yeah. sold to. He's the con man. Yeah. Every group has him. <laughs> Holy shit! I didn't. I, I had zero clue about some looking, of her personal fucking life. Uh, yeah, the, that's the problem. Oh, are you me. talking about Shia LaBeouf's ex? Yeah, and yeah. like had a had kid. No idea. Had a kid. I didn't know that. It's his like this February child. Holy his shit! Child's mother. Signed mother's the child. Yes. He's his baby's <laughs> mama. <laughs> the baby mama. The yeah. mother of his child. Yes. Yes. That's yeah. English. It was actually last month they she she gave birth to the child. She wow. was in Suspiria. Yeah, she was also in Suspiria. Um, the remake. Right. Yeah. No, the well, original. Right. She was not born. Right. She's old. She was an yeah. egg in she her looks mother's great. They, old I don't even they, know they put she's makeup on her to look younger in this movie. Yeah. She plays the witch. <laughs> or did they? <laughs> we'll get into it. Um, but yeah, no, they, they, they venture out to this. Uh, basically, Wayne makes a deal with uh, this older guy who... Can we talk about like how innocent of a time the seventies were when you could just call somebody and be like, "Hey, can I like give you can some I money?" Rent a, a room? But yeah, rent, a room, rent your barn. Rent a barn, yeah. <laughs> or rent I mean, a barn. Like, one Airbnb. Rent a barn. It's yeah, the one yeah. thing I found unbelievable about the movie because I'm like, where would you have seen an ad from a random codger I his farm? Look, man, the newspaper. The most fascinating. Here's here's the thing. Think that guy's doing anything outside of his house? Hey, I I agree with that. (laughs) I don't think he would have put out a newspaper ad. I don't think. I feel that they were desperate. Here's the thing. His wife wanted. His wife needed to be seen. People in the film industry have a great knack for making connections, and you know, you'll talk to somebody and be like, "Oh, I know a guy that knows a guy that knows a guy that has this barn. You could probably shoot at if you just throw some money at him." And um, I don't think that existed either. What person in that group had any knowledge of anything? I, I think know. Rin's right. 
I think it was fishing. And I think you're actually, you just brought up the exact same point. I think they put the ad because mama wanted some. Right. Wanted some. I think the fishing very actually possible. makes they, sense. Very yeah, possible. They kind of hinted because at that. They hinted at that. Yeah. Well, okay. Okay. Especially hold, hold, hold on. on. Hold on. Hold on. So, so mama horny. <laughs> so they get to the barn and uh, these guys, this crew is going to make a, a porno film in the barn, kind of unbeknownst to the owners who are elderly and would most likely frown upon what they were yeah, doing. Yeah. But what I love about it is like how, how it's shot. You don't really get all the details of these older characters and I think part of that is because, I mean, they are younger people in old people makeup. But we'll get into we'll it. Get but yeah, you're yeah, right. We'll they literally there. don't show the, even the old guy until right. they have to. It's a far right. shot. And yeah. like, it's mysterious. You, and it makes it spookier because it's like, yes. you is don't, there something wrong with these people? Why can't I see his face? Right. Are we just like, are older people just invisible to us as a society and we well, don't even look at them. that's how I took it is that we become like uncomfortable with age and I feel like some people become uncomfortable with one how they look but two it becomes uncomfortable for other people to look. It's because it makes you come to terms with your own mortality yes. and the fact that you are also aging. Yes. Which is a totally. It's definitely a theme. I absolutely that is definitely agree. a theme in the in, in the yeah. latter part of yes. the say, in the latter part for sure. The beginning, I literally think they were just trying to. I think Ty West assumed that we've all seen Texas Chainsaw. You know what happens in that house. This house looks very similar, right? And, and there are definitely mysterious. Yeah. Look, there are visual cues yeah. and shots that You're you know. Like, you have a long shot of the hallway and the screen door open. Yep. You're waiting for the pig noises. They right. never happen, yeah. but the guy comes out. And like breaks into the frame. They don't like even cut to a shot of him like in the, the hallway. He breaks into the frame and and then like he's not threatening. He's just like, oh, who are you? Blah, blah, blah. And then he gets his fucking gun out and it's like, oh, yeah. shit, this is getting crazy. And then it kind of dies down. And what I like about it is it comes in waves yeah. like you're on unshaky ground. And I, the other thing, I don't know if anybody else kind of made this correlation. I'm sure I'm not the first person to say it. But did you think of your grandma's farm, too? No. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, but the, the fact that you're dealing with sexual stuff, which is kind of taboo in general. Dirty. Right. Um, and and later you deal with the ageism stuff and how can you still be physically attracted to someone who is deteriorating but also the vulnerability of sexual acts and like the fact that you get established to these older characters kind of early on you don't know where you stand like are these guys villains are they just poor people that don't know what the fuck's going on well at first i mean I obviously know if- you know it's a horror movie so it's probably going to go that way but you, I was fully expecting like they're going to start filming the sex, sex acts and like shit's going to go down in their most vulnerable position. That's what I expected as well. Right. Yeah. Like well, and they kind of son- portray oh, them sorry. to be like very innocent and just like how he says my wife gets like is sick. Mm-hmm. And like in my Which mind, really I'm like, oh, she must boring. have like she must have some sort of Alzheimer's or horny. 
<laughs> She's I got mean, the horny disease. That's, that's, what, that's how he presents it. He yeah. presents yeah, 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 yeah. it as that. And she gets lost. And then she has thing. like, I'm thinking, oh, she has sundowners. Like she just gets confused when Ooh, it's that's a good one. Absolutely. That's a good and one, yeah. that was my anticipation. I was like, oh, so she's just confused and maybe she's gonna do something totally crazy because that's what sundowners do. And then he's gotta cover it and up. And now he's gonna use yeah, yeah. her like sundowners excuse as Oh, whoops. Whoops. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She killed someone. So uh, the basic plot is, yes, they start shooting the film. Shit goes awry. That's all you really need to know. Um, I'm, I'm assuming if you're listening to this, you've seen the movie already. So let's. let's Sorry. No, 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 no. You're good. Um, I don't think it, we really spoiled anything because there's a lot to this movie. and Somebody's uh, going to die in this movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we start <laughs> the movie off at the very beginning with you know, the sheriff's department right. showing up at this farmhouse and there is just blood and yes. bodies everywhere. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, who are the bodies and who made the bodies? Because you also, don't know any of that. You don't see any faces. Right. right. But then also the car ride going there. I thought that was very telling with the cows. Like, Oh, with the road. Kill. I yeah, thought yeah. that was very, cause I was like, Oh, this oh, is really another echo hospital. of Texas yes. chainsaw, even though there wasn't yeah. right, right. Roadkill. There was the cemetery and the grave robbing. So it's, it's the desecration of, you well, know. and the way the cows I thought were oh, like treated. Well, no, no yeah. just like how, how messy, oh, like okay. it just, I thought that was also kind of visceral. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of the beginning of the movie, I love that opening shot because, like, at first you're like, "What is the aspect ratio of this movie?" And oh yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like revealed to be the barn doors. Yeah, no, that because it kind of awesome. like lingers on it for a while, and then I mean, it kind of like, oh. reminds you of like some John Ford stuff. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm trying to remember the infamous the John Wayne western where they have that kind of iconic shot where Rio Bravo. No. McClintock? Yeah. I can't remember now, but it's it's a wide shot, but it's in dark and there's a doorway and somebody stands in the doorway. And then the camera goes in, she it dollies in and, and essentially the frame widens up. And that's kind of what happens in this. No, the that's funny. Man. I just remembered about that. That yeah. was a very cool that shot. Cool. I thought about that, and then the rest of the movie happened. I, so thanks for reminding me. I love like <laughs> the whole movie. Like it, does, like he does such a great job of dating this movie. Yeah, uh, so to speak, like making it look like it's from the seventies. I agree. Which I was so shocked to find out that it was shot digitally. Yeah, yeah. like yeah, yeah. I mean, it makes sense. That, I mean, like. He explained it because they filmed it in New Zealand because basically they were getting ready to start and then should hit the fan with COVID. Yeah. New Zealand, that was the one country where COVID wasn't really happening. So. It's because they did such a good job <laughs> yeah, of locking people job. down. Exactly. But yeah, he was, he talked about it. There's a really good uh, interview with him with uh, Mick Garris on his podcast. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, he was just saying like, you know, he, they would have shot it on film, but it was basically too costly to right. ship that from New Zealand. Yeah. But I mean, he did a great job making it look like film. Like, and much I, I was like, really surprised you know, by that. It, not to 
Well, I guess I can promote it. Like Panos Cosmatos was very adamant on trying to film on 35 millimeter for Mandy. And they had to convince him like, we can make it look like film. Like we have algorithms and filters that will run the grain naturally. It's not like just a fake grain filter. And like he had him run tests and he's like, okay, I'm convinced because budget is a big deal. Yeah. Right. You know, the budgets for, <laughs> Not just horror movies, just films in general. If you're not Marvel, your budget's going to be pretty small. Yeah. So um, I, I thought, like, for a filmic look, looked great. Yeah, um, I mean, it's it's gotten so much better since, like, 2002 or whenever. 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the Cinema music. Started. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and the music's great, too. Um, uh, but you're talking about the actual, like, songs, not the score, right? I liked soundtrack. it all. I okay, liked okay. Everything about but, it. No, I just <laughs> no, 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 no. I wanted to clarify that. I, it was good. I yeah. just like the way it sounded. Because cool backstory, we're going to see Chelsea Wolf tomorrow when this no. episode. Well, oh. when this episode comes yeah, out. You're right. Oh. Hey. <laughs> Say wait, she's coming. Soon. I know. <laughs> so, We're on a flight tomorrow. Wait a minute. <laughs> was that John Wayne movie, The Searchers? Yes. Okay. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Um, but yeah, it has a very similar shot. And um, anyway, yeah, no, I um, let's get into the score and stuff a little later. Okay. Um, but let's let's talk about the movie a little bit. So let's. I guess we should just start it off with the first kill. Uh, yeah. Okay, that shit. was my yeah. favorite kill I think I've ever seen. And she's psychotic. I'm no, I the entire time <laughs> I'm telling Andy, I'm like, oh my god, that was genius. She's going for his subclavian artery. Mm -hmm. And that's all I kept thinking was, I'm like, this is so smart. And I can't help but look at things and like think like how it's affecting <laughs> like other yeah. part. And I'm like, and now his aortic arch is like his heart's he's just bleeding out. See, this yeah. is why like <laughs> because of your background, yeah. You're in Nikki just added a great. whole bunch of credibility <laughs> to this podcast. <laughs> so now you have to be on every episode going forward. Yeah, I need you to explain <laughs> things while I, I pass out. Thank you. <laughs> I, I was watch. really that was I think I looked at Andy, I'm, I was like, I'm, I'm going Oh home. my god, that was so genius to just go straight there. It she looked, stuck him good. It she did. Cool. It looked <laughs> awesome too with like the headlights with the lights, on the car. Yeah. And yes. And, 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 the, and let's and be the honest. Song, I, I will always be music. a sucker. <laughs> yeah. No, I will always be a sucker when you set a kill scene or, or horror movie uses Don't Fear the Reaper. As cliche yeah. as it may be. But it's it a was little old lady. Perfect. I mean, yes. why yeah. would you be afraid of her? Yeah, exactly. Right. Right. She's just a, a confused She's frail. She's confused. Lady. We got to find her husband. Um, let's let's back up just a little bit because okay. I think it's good to explain what had happened. So basically, they shot most of their movie right. all day. You saw Scott Mosquito like just give it to three different gals, <laughs> and why I say three the originally. Yeah. So the girlfriend of the uh, Artur, the fucking filmographer, yeah. decides RJ. that she actually wants to be part of the movie, yeah. and this upsets him. After well, greatly. after watching the scene with her, uh, him and Brittany Snow, right? Yeah. So he, the filmographer, decides at night, he's very upset, he's in the shower, he's crying, Ren had mentioned that earlier. Oh, Christ. I just Sobbing. Oh, you know what? What about Kate the- Cody's character's name is Jackson Hole? Yeah, it is. is. Right? Oh, my God, that's oh, funny. Yeah. Can we talk I just about the, that. the van? <laughs> what it says- <laughs> Oh, what was it like the fuck mobile? No, it was the <laughs> the plow the plow machine. Plow machine yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, but the other part I feel like maybe we need to touch on too is um, how Maxine 
was swimming in the lake and how the old lady, like you get little glimpses of her mm-hmm. creeping. Well, juxtapose, uh, Juxtapositioned with the shots of the alligator. What creepy yeah, alligator? Yeah. What? But also, yeah. not just the alligator, but it also with or is the it a crocodile? Lady. Oh, God, I don't Gators. Know. I can never. They're in Louisiana. Pretty sure. The reptile. <laughs> the <late classic, laughs> the dangerous monster. reptile. Um, but know how the old lady was lurking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think that also is something. Oh, yeah. That's right. That preemptively like, yeah, gives you that feeling it of up. like, but I, oh, she's I, walking What now. is happening? And I also yes. like how Ty West treats it as like, is it dementia? Oh, yeah. Is right. It, versus like he could have totally switched it and done like a slasher POV angle. You could have done that, but I like that he didn't choose it, and she was in the frame, out of focus, in the background, as a lurker. I genuinely thought, like, I was like, if this turns into a gator picture, I I had no idea. Thank you. (laughs) I didn't know this was going to be a gator film. I mean, honestly, I, I think a lot of people are like, oh, after you see X, watch, like... Crawl. <laughs> well, no, eaten alive. Eaten Toby Hooper. Alive. Yeah. I was about yeah, to say. alive. Um, you know, there's it's funny. Another Toby Hooper. That's kind yeah. of yeah, yeah, yeah. Touching tips. <laughs> touching tips. <laughs> the touching tips massacre. You know uh, what I was surprised by though is I mean, uh, Ty West has talked about the Toby Hooper influence, and you know he was saying like it's kind of inevitable that you know. Right away, people are going to compare it to Texas Chainsaw. Yeah. And I mean, he kind of wanted that, but he also said, you know, one of his biggest loves as far as horror is concerned and like something that really influenced him with this movie was bad taste. Yeah. Hmm. And he said one yeah. something that he really wanted to get back to was uh, he mentioned like seeing that VHS cover with the alien giving the finger on the cover. And like he wanted to make a movie that looked like something that's like, oh, I shouldn't be watching this or mm. I should not rent this or whatever. Naughty film. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I was surprised by that. But also, like, I think there's also that kind of influence of, oh, we're just going to go find a place with, you know, just make a movie here. Like, yeah. Like kind of bare bones. And then but uh, something else I thought was cool was he mentioned that uh, Weta was involved with the makeup and gore effects. Mm-hmm. And so like that was kind of meaningful for him because that was like, oh, this brings it full circle to yeah. my first love of horror, which is bad taste. And Right. Weta, Weta Workshop is yeah. uh, the effects crew basically started by um, Richard. Fuck. Oh, I forgot. It's like, I know you're worked, talking about. Worked with Peter Jackson, who directed Bad Taste and also directed Lord of the Rings. You've never seen Bad Taste. No, it's okay. That's dead alive. <laughs> we're we're waiting for the 4K, baby. Okay. <laughs> that maybe a late night right now. <laughs> oh, okay, Patrick. You cannot book yeah. those titles for a theatrical expi- uh, exhibition because of the 4K. Juxtapose. <laughs> Juxtapose. <laughs> Jackson Hole. Juxtapose. Juxtapose. <laughs> Juxtapose. What? What? So anyways, Mima kills the filmographer <laughs> right in front of the van. And then where are we? Was it the the was the cater next? I think she goes to it look for It was Wayne. 
Well, no, because the no. girlfriend goes to look for right, I think, for RJ. I yes. think my boyfriend has left us here stranded because I fucked Kit Cuddy. <laughs> That's the next scene. But what about when they're doing their film and how the old lady is creeping in, too? Oh, yeah, because there I mean, are a couple shots where she's like in the window. Yeah, watching. Just watch. going for a gander. Yeah. It's going good. for, yeah. I mean, I think that also anticipates like what's. Uh, I think it revved her up. Oh, my <laughs> yeah. I mean, she had a plan. She <laughs> There was a, a mission. A man, yeah. a plan, a canal. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Sweet Lord. But basically, like so now the girlfriend of the filmographer has grabbed the uh, Wayne. director, yes. Wayne, Wayne, to help in her search for her. It is, well, that's Scott. Yes. Uh, no, check. no, no. Wayne was like in the oh, yeah. fucking bikini tidies. cuts. No, he was in bikini cuts. Wasn't yeah. They saw, were not bikini. I that saw was whitey tighties. I saw his dick. Okay, fine. Look, I wear boxers. <laughs> Anything else is bikini cut, baby. So basically, well he's wearing. manning up. He's going to go search because he's, you know, he's not going to mess around. He needs to. Well, he's, he, he needs, needs his. He needs them. Yeah. He needs them. Yeah. Um, and then basically. Uh, so the old man is also like walking around trying looking to find, his, find wife. his wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Scott Scuddy decides to be helpful because he was a Marine. And he Once shows, a Marine, always, always a, a Marine. Marine. And then you see the outline of his dick hit his legs. <laughs> <laughs> Which was huge. Funny. <laughs> it was Dirk Diggler big. That was I mean, like, other than that, he did continuously show off his dog tags. Yeah. Yes. Yep. <laughs> yes. That, if you want me to be honest, though, I think some of that didn't hit home to me. the The whole Vietnam perspective didn't feel real. Yeah, it didn't. It, it, I don't know. It just didn't feel genuine. It just feel. It felt like, like, oh, I'm trying to put a placement on time where we are. We're in seventy. That's yeah. interesting. I, it just Did you want him to like freak out when he's in the woods and start no, no, he just Charlie felt too or? pretty. <laughs> yeah, I, he I just think, felt too pretty. I guess that's it. it he it, wasn't damaged enough it, by it, Vietnam. It really felt like he didn't really see any shit. It's like he didn't smell napalm in the morning. I, I mean, love it. Yeah, <laughs> this was 79. No, I know. So that means that if his character is true, he was probably very, very late into the Nam. And he would have been pretty right? So he yeah, probably man. only saw the ending and he was probably on like yeah. a boat. Or whatever. He was probably just hanging out. <laughs> just hanging out. But Looking for old in ladies in the woods. Right, right. <laughs> but he makes such a big deal out of it, you know? Like, well, because he's a Marine. Right, right. Have you ever met a Marine? Uh, right. You know, I mean, let you know. No, I know. But but here's, you know, that actually and thank changed my perspective a little bit just now. Because maybe he didn't see all the action and he, you know, worked his ass off to get into the Marines. And now he's like, oh, well. Maybe he's all talk. Yeah, maybe he was never, and maybe he's just trying to prove himself. Like, oh, I am a hero. I have dog tags. I bet his name isn't even Jackson Hole. (laughs) Son of a fucking bitch. But anyways, so he looks for Grandma, doesn't find her, and Grandpa decides to. But but what he does find though is that VW bug in the swamp, and that's when that when he that's when he realizes something's up. Yeah, right, like. He does notice that something's not right. Because that's a perfectly good VW bus. What was Why the, is it in the swamp? It should be pulled <laughs> You know what it sucks is we, we saw this movie twice because the first fucking time was awful with the audience. But teenagers, I don't remember what that bumper sticker said. Shit. Does anybody remember what that bumper sticker was on that bug? Peace, oh, love, and boning. 
<laughs> Don't mess with Texas. Oh no, no, it wasn't that. I would have, I would have remembered that. But it was something like kind of hippie-ish and generic. I think. Well, it doesn't matter that he understood that there was. There was, was something like awry. No there was a bumper sticker that was. But like, it doesn't yeah. even matter because he gets shotgun to the chest in like three seconds. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty rough. Um, pretty rough. It was really rough. Yes, yeah. yeah, and well, he shouldn't have riled up his wife. But you know what? <laughs> Quite honestly, like if if RJ's death didn't tell you like nobody's safe now oh yeah that definitely does yeah it was because so- it's so quick and in a way you're not getting you're not getting that satisfaction you would get if it was a gore shot right yeah. there's no closure so, yeah doesn't wayne's death occur before um kid cuddy's um yeah, yeah it yeah, does his, his was the f- yeah, his, 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 his is a second. Yeah, because he had the pitchfork, <gasps> the pitchfork in the eye. to the yeah. eyeball. Well, so I thought that was a good kill too. That was. It was the pull out. A little predictable, I, but yeah, it was a good kill. I mean, I, sure. Predi- I mean, listen, this lady has really thought this out, and this obviously was not her first uh, rodeo. Yeah. No, and I think that that plays into the theory that Rin was saying. I. Yeah, I think they were. No, fishing. they were horny. Oh my! Well, obviously too Mama's with horny. the the daddy what they has find in the heart. basement. I mean, yeah, yeah, There's yeah. obviously things leading up to the fact that this isn't their first time. Do you think the guy in the basement was this. the guy from the Volkswagen? Possibly. Yeah, yeah. I do. You I know, mean, that but, vehicle was fresh, and so was that body. Right until Jackson died, and you know when the husband got involved. Maybe I'm the only one, but. I didn't suspect right away that he was actually involved in helping her. Oh, yeah. Because for a while, it looked like she was just kind of going off and he was looking for her, like, what is she up to? Like, And then, this of course, snapped you find out that yeah. he's, he's part of it. Yeah. Do this. Yeah. yeah. But then why yeah, kill the biggest dick in the room? Like, because. It was the biggest dick in the room. That's Got not who she was. riled up. Mama wants someone else. He was jealous. Why wouldn't he? That's a good dick. Also, I'm sure there was white white supremacy. Good dick. Good dick. (laughs) But yeah, no. I mean, um, yeah. Wayne gets killed by the pitchfork, and then it's Jackson, and then um, and then it's Brittany Snow's character. Man, yeah, that alligator kill. Well, she's a fatter. And, and but, that's definitely like, that was the point when I'm like, oh, this is fucking eating alive. But shouldn't we talk about what happens in the house? Well, you can talk about it. What happens in the house? Well, what with the old lady the and how she creeps in bed Pearl. with. Uh, Pearl. Yeah, yeah. How yeah. Pearl. Oh, you mean the, the guest house. In the oh, guest house yes. and how yeah. she comes in. Which Maxine's bed. To snug with uh, Maxine. I think everybody Robert's knows, skin. but I. what's also cool is that Pearl, the old lady, mm-hmm. and Maxine are both played by Mia Goth. Right. So that's... in yes. the fact that, like, there are shots there where you're like, oh, fuck, how did they pull yeah, this off? I no yeah, I really didn't. Like, oh, really? Beginning. Like Pretty the ending, impressive. I was like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. it looks okay. like, just like her. There was a point in time where the character of Maxine, played by Mia Goth, is talking in the house with Pearl, also played by Mia Goth. And yes. the two women are standing in the entryway of this home, and they are looking into this mirror, they're looking at family pictures, and Pearl's like, 
I remember when I was young and pretty too, and my husband would do anything for me, yes. and blah, 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 and it'll all fade, and one day you'll look just like me! Yes. And obviously Maxine is freaked out because she's like, I am a fucking sex icon, I'm gonna be young and hot forever, but then she is like harshly confronted with the fact that one day she too will, will be age. an old lady. Yes, and then with the pictures and how she's showing her how she used to dance and yeah. be artsy. Yes. And, that's kind and of how fun... her husband would do anything to be with her. And I think that was also foretelling like into he will do anything, even right. being an accomplice to, to her yeah. behavior. Yeah. And so, I, I do like that subplot of them, like of Pearl realizing, you know, I'm not this young girl anymore i i've lost some of my luster like kind of made me sad like it, it was, is sad it's kind of hard right because it's like you have some like compassion for pearl i did anyway because i'm like gosh oh yeah absolutely i and i don't know if it's too like in my line of work where i'm constantly seeing like old people and i've been telling andy this too where i'm like mortality it, yeah. it, it I mean, it's happening and things are like People die. People yeah. die. We're aging. Our bodies are aging. And like we're presented with this on a daily basis. And it kind of makes you feel sad because you're like, gosh, I really need to be living my life like to the maximum. I mean, obviously not making killing pornos. people no, making <laughs> and not making pornos or making pornos. I don't know. But I don't know. Andy's a tech guy. I don't know. <laughs> He's a tech guy. I've seen the sticky cabinet. <laughs> Bring out he the wears os. boxers. Let's, it's fine. Bring out the Osmo. Let's get weird <laughs> angles. But yeah, that's, that's one thing I but loved about this movie because, like, is, it's it, I, you know, I mean, I love Ty West. I, the rest of his movies do have a lot going on thematically, but going into this one, I was just expecting a straight slasher, but. I was like, oh, this actually has some pretty big themes. This hits you in your it. feels because yeah, you're yeah. like, oh my gosh, I, I. I'm getting old too. Like, yeah, and yeah, exactly. I hope, and I remember like, don't you remember after the movie, I looked at you and I was like, still, still find me pretty. <laughs> don't not be attracted to me, please. When I get old and wrinkly. <laughs> Miles has flat out told me that he will be terrified of me. When I'm old. <laughs> but it does hit you right in your feels. Cause you're like, man, yeah, I that's absolutely true. Her. And this movie just clarified how much I am scared of old of ladies your wife. fucking touching me while I sleep. But also too, that like we just also want to be, we still want affection. Yeah. And like, we're still people. We're still people and we want human touch. And that I thought like in the movie where I was like, oh man, like this is, which is going to be, look, and, and not that I support her decision. No, no, no. But when when we start wrapping this up, we're obviously going to talk about, you know, if you stayed after the credits, you got the surprise. Yeah. And I'm really interested to see where that goes. Yeah. It's real, isn't it? It's yeah, so, it is real. Can we, they're can really we t- gonna put it out? Can, they they can filmed we, it. Can we? Talk I know about, they did. Can the we talk about their themes? deaths real quick? Oh. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god! Yes. I loved it. So yes. when? Well, what about Brittany Murphy or Snow? That's right. Oh. Right, 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 right. Yeah. R.I.P. First of all, Brittany Murphy. Sorry. Uh, you have Luann on the brain. Take the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> so Brittany Snow's death. Um, I thought that Bobby Lynn with the Gator. Yeah. Yes. In the lake. 
Yeah. And she's you trying whore. to be nice Jesus. and sweet and wrap this poor old naked lady with yeah. a blanket yeah. or an afghan. And my man, I get confused sometimes. ain't got friends. I want to be a nurse. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. And then. Were you quoting Demon Knight? That's Deadwood. <laughs> That's also Demon Knight, too. Is it? Cocksucker. Whores ain't got no friends. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thomas Hayden Church, yeah. baby. <laughs> Sorry, Nikki. No, no, you're fine. Um, well, so she's trying to be nice and helpful to this, to Pearl, this frail old lady. And, I mean, she, she does not get a thank you. Yeah. Yeah, no. She gets a fuck she you. She gets slapped yeah. and a fuck you and a fuck. Did she call her bitch? Yeah. I think yeah. So. yeah, 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 yeah. She did. Yeah, because Britney Snow was trying I, to call her a bitch and then she slapped her and pushed her in and then. Yeah, the gator took then care the of gator, her. Gator took yeah, the gator of. took care of her. I like the addition of the gator. It added another It did. It I, added another element where you're like. I well, first it. of all, I'm like, there's gators in Texas. Yeah, that, that was the only question that I had. I'm <laughs> I like, did it, is that true? Oh, I mean, yeah. you I are didn't a Texas. Know. Well, if they're down in Houston and they're in like a country towards like the Gulf, hell okay, yeah. okay, all well, right. I Florida, I Alabama, Louisiana, they got gators. I love the. I had no idea the first time they set up the gator with that overhead shot. Yeah, yeah. you just see it swimming. Yes. Oh my god, that just that like, made one, everything uh, in me like every, cringe up. You could just me feel too. everybody in the theater like, oh, it's happening. this is it um but yeah i thought her death deserved a a mention because i thought it was good i mean it's quick but i think it's still very potent for sure and it's also unexpected right because like she's this so pearl does look so frail Mm -hmm. and so weak and you think you're doing the right thing by trying to help someone. So I don't know yeah. what that's actually saying. You can't trust nobody. <laughs> you can't trust can't nobody. Trust I will say, honestly, her strength almost seemed unbelievable at times, but like, it's cool. It's a movie. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, damn, this woman's like not leaving the house, sitting in bed every single day. I don't day, know, probably. though. It's that horny people, power, baby. The horny uh, rage. Man. Yeah, horny yeah, rage. Have They're you met an incel? They punch through drywall constantly. <laughs> <laughs> They're strong. Kyle, get back in your room. <laughs> Kyle! <laughs> Damn Kyle's. But uh, okay, so her death. Yeah, so after Bobby Lynn dies. Yes, that's when. Well, we kind of forgot to mention what happened in the house. Right. Jenny Ortega. Ortega. Jenny Ortega. And how she. I mean, I thought that was kind of a. That was rough. She was going to like team Uh, up. All I know is my finger felt weird after it got chopped. I literally like kept feeling like. Weird about my fingers after that because it's just like nice, just hack. So yeah. fin- it's finger hanging. trauma gets and it, ha- it oh, happens yeah. so fast. Too, it's just like, like oh, that looks fucked God. up. That's yeah. not gonna be normal. So but- after RJ dies, yeah. is killed. Yeah, yeah. That's when her and Wayne go out to go look for him. The old man, yes, takes in. I keep Howard. Lorraine. Lorraine. Yeah, Ortega. Lorraine. Yeah, played by Jenna Ortega. The old man is Howard. And head. he's the one who Well he, he he's like her, he cons her into thinking that she's gonna help. Well and that's that's where the next review <laughs> Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Okay, nothing spilled this empty. <laughs> that's where the next reveal happens. names. That's where the next reveal happens is he tells um 
Lorraine to go down to the basement to go get another light and to go get another light. Yeah. And she goes down there and it's that's totally dark. Yes. When she discovers a body, a body hanging, hanging up with his pants down, dog and out, that dick out. The shirt is on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like Winnie well, the Pooh. Well, you know. I like to fuck like Pooh Bear. <laughs> <laughs> but but then, then she finds the light, heads back upstairs, thinking that she's going to be on this mission to help find RJ. And yeah, he locked her he in. And that's when so that's when she first, actually though, discovers. In my then. first thought, I thought maybe he was protecting her. Oh, yeah. Like, I thought maybe okay. he was like, no, my wife is going to want you <laughs> next. Let me protect you. I didn't think. Because I honestly wasn't sure if he was in on it or not. I right. figured yeah. at that and point, I, I was, I figured he was in on it. I thought yeah, he was protecting, I figured by locking her in. That was a big moment of change for me, knowing that he yeah. was sending her down to the basement to go get a light. You're like, oh, that but that's, that oh, man, I'm but that's totally, totally sucker, And I'm like, oh, he's trying to help it her. It was pure dark down there. <laughs> Rin, did you feel that way too? Or? So I felt some weird feelings that made me think of the skeleton key. And that, like, <laughs> these older people were trying to harvest younger people to, okay. like, have their consciousnesses, like, put into these bodies. Um, so I, I don't know that I was on the same wavelength as everybody else. Well, it's interesting that it plays off as, like, oh, is he trying to protect her? Or, like, Niles and I were thinking is that, you know, oh, he's in on it. She's fucked. Well, I was late to that game. I thought he was, I was, I I guess I had a little glimmer of hope that maybe, just maybe he was going to do the right thing. There is no hope. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. So she's down in the basement mm-hmm. trying to escape. Mm-hmm. She's trying really hard. She's trying hard. very hard. And throughout her trying, people are getting killed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah. you know. Yeah, the the axe or the hatchet or whatever. But I I feel, and I'm sorry for doing this, but I feel like part of an important, like a part of the movie where Maxine is in the house and the old lady is like so infatuated with her Mm -hmm. too. It was like how with the lemonade and sitting there like secret. I think, yeah. Making sure that her husband now, my husband can't see you, you need to sneak out, like don't let him see you. Like I also feel like that infatuation with her was brought on so early mm. in the movie too. Mm-hmm. And I think it is also telling with what is to come. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Spoochy. Sp- <laughs> Spoochy. XOXO. <laughs> oh, <Gossip> X. <laughs> Um, you bring a different element to the table. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> look, it's it's interesting how the movie ends. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I, I, I do like the movie and I, I do like how it switches gears and it makes you feel somewhat empathetic. Oh, for sure. You mean like the old people are actual people? Yeah, yeah. But it's just like you know, even though they're fucking murderers, they're also fucking. But you still feel bad for them. Like I don't. They're kind of just trying to find 
themselves again mm-hmm. it, it feels like yeah. and and you know they're they're forced with like yeah we get old and we don't you know i don't know if my heart's in it anymore that's I that's mean, what howard says is Who kind of lost what niles and i are gonna be like when we're old <laughs> <laughs> my heart can't take it honey <laughs> that's what niles is gonna say by the way i love the payoff of that line is when uh who was it? What, were they dragging Jenna Ortega? Yeah, Lauren. So she, Lauren gets a fucking buckshot so in her face. <laughs> I actually like that kill too. Oh yeah, yeah. I thought it's quick and dirty. So yeah, she's fucking what, psychotic. Was it, was it her that they were dragging? And then she kind of like <gasps> I think so a little because bit. I think she got out of the house yep. and she got blown away. And Maxine he, kept Maxine was trying to keep her back, but then. When she gasps, that's what he has his heart. Yeah. yeah. That got the biggest laugh in the theater. <laughs> I mean, because banging his terrifying wife did nothing. Yeah. And then just, you know, a body. Which, by the way, could, yeah. I do want to give kudos to Ty West for sh- showing, like, you know, even though they're in old people makeup, but old people fucking. Old yeah. people yes. we got some actually old do a lot of well, fucking. Well, and also yeah. that's like, that, that the desire. That's all they got. Yes. The desire doesn't go away. And. I thought like we all want intimacy. Yeah. And I don't know, I, I still I think feel it's, bad for him a little bit. Yeah. Like, I, I mean I think yeah. it's and then as we age like with heart yeah. issues, I mean, that is a lot of people's It's a thing concern. that every and human I, craves is And it's the seventies and he's an old man out on right. a farm in the middle of nowhere. Right. Like, he doesn't have air conditioning. Nikki, they the definitely don't is, have right. air conditioning. The reality is but, because two old people were horny, they killed a bunch of people. I that is not. It's I'm sorry. I don't, I don't see the. Well, empathy I think in it. okay. I think I get because the depth of it and like how it can relate to normal humans and how we exist. This is not that situation. No, and I know, and so, I think because in my job, like I have had people come in and saying, but you know what? My wife wants to check what? my heart to make sure I can have sex. It's yeah. it's the scenes, and there's it's real life. It's real life. It's the scenes aspect. when they're not like killing people, yeah, no, right? No, I that, agree. That's when you find the empathy. There is a depth yeah. to this movie that Ty West I don't think has ever touched on. I honestly think most of his movies have elements of human realness, sacrament. Uh, yeah. Even the end of the innkeepers with the old man who like commits suicide. Yeah. Like, don't, don't spoil. Don't spoil. Okay. I'm not trying to spoil anything. I'm just saying that I like technically remember. he adds that as a twist element usually. And right. this felt like the entire thing was like a love letter to somebody that we don't know. Like right. maybe his grandparents went through this or somebody who knew who was old. Like it felt very, like she said, empathetic to that situation in particular. Okay, well, and I feel like, cause even when we left the movie, like when we went with Doug and Steph at first, yeah. um, I was like, man, you get all your emotions in this. Like, you kind of feel sad and you're like, holy shit, I can't believe that just happened. And then you're kind of like, huh, what's going to happen next? Like, I feel like you go through all of the, oh, they connected. (laughs) Well, there's also like the religious factor that's yeah undertoning the whole movie which comes into play with Maxine. Yeah. Yeah. So throughout the movie, I'll I'll tell you what, it, it actually hits a little harder once you know the reveal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, on the second watch. I was like, okay, this is kind of really like, well 
weaved in. I don't think it's as heavy handed as some things I've seen. Like no, I no, genuinely no, 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 think no, no. it was actually just the soundtrack to it. It like popped up every yeah. once in a while, just enough to show you the setting. We're in the seventies, we're in the South and this is what's happening. It's with, preachy. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. But not yeah. too much. Yeah. Yeah. And they don't eat like, it's not like the grandparents are like, Jesus doesn't like fucking, you know, they, like that yeah, never happened. Weren't. It was mostly like that TV. That it was, was just on. a little bit. It wasn't which Pearl. So Mac Pearl at the end tell Max seen that jesus doesn't like horrors or some i thought something was said. so i think Pearl, I mean, jesus was look, actually like friends with whores so i don't know you're also so, you're yeah. dealing with texas well probably farm baptist. people yeah, yeah so baptist, baptist. so yeah. it's the religion yeah it's just in the religion yeah, fundamentalist right? but i don't think it was but like the, but the but the thing that the the quote-unquote twist is that maxine was the daughter of the preacher on the yes. television. Yes. Yeah. But still quoting to herself what was I quoted. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I do not deserve. deserve. There you go. Yes. go. I'm going to get that yes. shit tattooed on me when, with when a big he, old X. After learning about the whole Peter Jackson thing on the TV, when he's like, no, that's what I call divine intervention. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now I'm like, <laughs> was he kind of playing on Dead Alive? I think so. I think so. Yeah. No, for sure. Yeah. For sure. But yeah, no, I mean, it's, uh, and, and I think the funny thing is the, like, the cherry on top is um, they find the camera. They're like, oh, I wonder what's on this. Probably one fucked up horror movie. Horror, and it's like, yeah. oh, it's a found footage movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. It could be a found footage movie. In a way. Yeah. Except it's just freaking. Yeah. But freaking. But after the credits, if you didn't stay, um Wait. You, oh, oh yeah. There's yeah, other yeah. kills. Okay, well, we need we need to ramp this up. Yeah, I don't we're good. <laughs> what else are you saying? I thought Pearl's kill was also like I liked her kill. Mm. Oh yeah. I thought good. Maxine. I I liked it, but she could have moved. She could have. She could have moved. But her head. I don't think she could have. I don't think she could have moved. But she's old, frail, and in pain. Yeah. So she shoots. So she tries to reach for the gun. To so Maxine has an unloaded gun that she didn't realize was unloaded. She's trying to shoot the old lady. Yeah. Get the keys to the truck. Try to escape. Well, she quickly finds out that the gun is not loaded, and then. The old lady picks up the rifle and shoots, aims and shoots at her. And goes flying. <laughs> yes. It's like a fucking cartoon. Completely, I actually thought that was funny. Went I think there the was a green door, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She went through the door, landed on her hip. Yes. Yep. And that's when. That's when you know it's over. And when that's when you know it's over. And that's when I thought Maxine, I thought it was great. She, she grabbed the head. keys. She. <laughs> And put the truck in reverse and good day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Takes another line of Coke and goes and gets help. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I thought that was, I don't know. I thought it was impressive. I think Maxine is a badass. Yeah. She's a bitch. She's yeah. a sex icon in my mind. I definitely like Mia Goth in this movie versus like Suspiria though. Yeah, I agree. I think this is more of her shining role. Well, it's because she has that X factor. Yeah. Well, Something special. I mean, uh, <laughs> I mean, nice. also she's playing fucking two roles, which is always crazy anyway. Yeah. yeah. And she does and great in both of them. I think, she does I, yeah, I, I think of them as two separate people. Yes, totally. Yeah. Yeah. But they're totally. parallels, obviously. Right. So now that she gets help, 
Yeah. Now it, the, well, now the well, she drives. Scene is, all we all we really see is that she drives away. She gets away, and then I the guess cops, I assume she gets help because the sheriff. Well, the cops goes, come. Yeah, that's so that's what they know. I, I'm assuming. Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming they don't she have probably in the middle yeah. of the nowhere. Right. Okay, so now. And then, and yeah, the credits roll, and then we get treated to like this kind of weird old timey 1940s, for, yeah, 40s. 40s, 30s, 40s trailer, World War II era. Uh, talking about you know, about you know, her from X, but do you know Pearl? And what's interesting about it, I'm like, oh, okay, it's a prequel that's going to tell us a little bit more about Pearl, which is interesting to me because you know, I, I feel like there were things inside the film acts that can be further explored and hopefully will be. I'm sure they will be. Um, but then like that kind of idyllic stereotypical, like forties trailer with the wipes and everything turns weird. Like there are shots that come at you yeah. like an epileptic seizure. Yeah. It's, it's very in like some of the stuff that I remember seeing, I'm like, oh, fuck, this is going to get really weird. I don't know where that's going to lead. Yeah. Yeah. I am excited. I am, I am too. too. So, I'm, I'm, has there been any? No, I mean, there's like a, this no. year or I thought it was. OK, so I'll be honest. I thought it was when somebody told me that I was like, no way. That's un, like unnecessary. Like you want to have those <laughs> like, you know, like I'm just saying. I was like, well, but why? Like, yeah, no, I, I mean, like I get a, that. This isn't going to be a huge budget film that's going to like and franchise, baby. He, I guess. He but said like, he wants to do three movies. Out of really? this what will be the third one then? I don't what know. Do you, Maybe oh, it'll be about her husband. Yeah, I, I agree with Rin. I think amazing. it's going to be a backstory it, on Pearl and then maybe a backstory on and maybe how they met. I don't, I mean, it was the Dust Bowl or an afterward or with yeah. vaccine at the maybe. rodeo. It was the Great yeah, Depression, right. and she made a tuna jello mold. <laughs> I mean, I'm cool watching a, like a 30s horror movie. That's kind totally. of totally, yeah. That I, I mean, I like the much. look of it. The yeah, look of that I don't know trailer. how it's all gonna yeah. play out. Yeah, it seems uh, kind of saturated. Like purposely saturated. Yeah, I mean, you know? yeah. like stylishly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, can, I agree. I can guarantee there's gonna be some fucking in that movie. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah, they're young. This yeah. girl's a dirty bird. <laughs> they're young and hormonal. And but yeah, I mean, I, I, I think if you haven't figured it out by now, we would probably all recommend seeing X. Yeah, great movie. Uh, I mean, it, yes. like I said, it comes out on Blu-ray and DVD on May 24th, so you can check it out then. If you listen to this whole conversation and hadn't seen it, I'm sorry. But it was your own fault. It was your own you fault. Clicked. You knew what the fuck you were doing, dummy. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> You're dying, dying. Uh, no, I am super excited to see Pearl. And, uh, you know, I, even though I've watched this twice, I'm going to consider it one and a half times because we missed like after oh, we missed a lot. So our first beginning. screening, we had shitty teenagers that were fucking talking. And I had to tell them to shut the fuck up. They said they were going to get their people. Their people were like, I tried to be polite Two fucking teenage boys that weren't going to fuck with me. But, but of course but I went I into get nervous. I got into defense <laughs> mode and I'm oh. like, look at my knife. Anyway, I'm like, give me everything. You have. Right there. That is a hard. Did you show them your there field you notes? <laughs> yeah. It's I'll document your death. Your multi tool. But no, it, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pinch your nipples with my pliers. <laughs> That's the noise I'm going to make. <laughs> uh, 
No, I mean, honestly, it is funny how like an audience can ruin a movie for you, though, um, on a semi-serious note like that. I could not concentrate on the movie. So don't be a jerk when you're watching a movie. And when we <laughs> just shut the fuck <laughs> just up, just shut the, shut fuck, the up. fuck up. And in the, the second watch, like we I'm watching it. I'm like, lot. holy shit. I missed a lot of this yeah. stuff just because I was in a bad headspace. Yeah. Yeah. And not only the teenagers, but we had like a talking couple, oh my God, a baby crying, but the talking couple, I was like, okay <laughs> was, with because they were great. interacting with the film and they were reacting to the film. Sure. But then, yeah, once that baby came in, I'm like, fuck. Me. I looked at Andy. I'm like, I. I, I think I, I, I honestly said, I'm like, this is why I make the shut the fuck up things. Yep. At yeah, you did. Not that anybody would bring a baby to late night grindhouse, but you don't know. Yeah, you never don't know. know. <laughs> the baby's been made there. <laughs> that I could believe. That I could believe. Anyway, so yeah, high high recommendation on X. I, I'm excited. I really liked it. To yeah. own it. It was funny though. I'm sorry. I will say this one thing because when you showed me the trailer, I was like, oh my god, this is uh, this looks stupid. It's Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Like I don't want to watch that. And then I was like, oh, I'm which present. we still haven't watched Texas Chainsaw Massacre together. No, I, yes, that's that's yes, one of my. Have. No, I'm not saying you haven't seen it. No, we mm. have watched it together. When. I don't. I don't know. I just, you mean you don't remember? Which I think one? that's a fucking lie. We haven't watched it together. I would remember that. That's one of my favorites. I don't think we've watched it. Anyway, we'll talk okay. about it off here. Anyway, I really liked it. What is this? I, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I said shut up. No. And I'm not one to watch movies twice. Yeah. Well, uh, by the way. Yeah. So. By the by. Okay. Anyway. Uh. So yeah. Highly recommend X. Uh. Check it out. Ren. Where can Hello. people find you? You can find me on Instagram as Rinstelgram. It's R-I-N-N-S-T-L-G-R-A-M. And I generally know how you found me because there's a very specific subset of people <laughs> who <laughs> listen to this podcast. And we love you. Yes. Talking about you, DVD boy 1989. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick. Uh, you can find me on Instagram and letterboxed at Patikin Skywalker. You can find me on Instagram and Letterbox as Niles Maddox 22. Do you want people to find you? I mean, it's private. I don't. Pl- Nikki and Gulo 1021. <laughs> she deals with my ass. That's all you need to know. She will you'll, vet you heavily. But, yeah, look, you'll you'll find her through my stories and bullshit. Yeah, I tag Andy. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, <laughs> Twitter. PSN, whatever the fuck. Uh, T R I E F Y. Treefy is my name on there. Um, so yeah, next next weekend is uh, this crazy idea that I had in December and tweeted about. And Patrick remembers this. I wanted for my birthday month to show the Panos Cosmatis films Beyond the Black Rainbow and Mandy back to back because I think they are amazing. And Panos Cosmatis is probably my favorite contemporary director. And yeah, made it happen. So that's going to be fucking wild to watch in the theater back to back. I, I, I'm kind of worried about my brain. It might break. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. But I'm super stoked. It starts at eight. So I don't want to fucking hear anybody complain about it being too late. Thank you. I'm so excited that it starts at eight. Me too. You'll be out by midnight. It's still almost bedtime. Yeah, but it feels so weird not seeing me. We appreciate it. Andy, midnight. Come on. Maybe do one midnight show some sometime <laughs> down the line, just, yeah. just as a throwback, you know. But uh, tickets are available. You can go to late night grindhouse 
Latenite.com, L-A-T-E-N-I-T-E, Grindhouse.com. Also, uh, just a heads up, if you haven't gotten your tickets for the May 12-hour marathon for Late Night Grindhouse, well... You're not getting them. It's probably not going <laughs> to happen. Unless you want to sit in the front row, those seats, those 14 seats are available, wide open. Hey, on the bright side, you won't... Well, not that you see this with you know, late night grindhouse audiences anyway, but I was going to say, you won't see anybody's phones out. Oh yeah. That's, that's true. Not happen that's true. true. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so we are celebrating our 12 years of late night grindhouse because we didn't really get to celebrate 10 because of, you know, COVID and 11 because of COVID. But, uh, yeah, 12 hour marathon for 12 years of service of late night grindhouse. And guess what? I'm big jerk and I'm not going to tell you what the fuck I'm showing. You're just going to find out what you're seeing when the title card hits. And honestly, I think that's a lot of fun. Tickets are $40. I know it's a price. Um, it's a very high price tag, but get this. You're getting eight fucking movies. So it's five bucks a movie. That's not high. That's way worse. It's a whole day of something. Yeah. Pay more to go to Six Flags. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Pay more just to get the stupid Johnny Rockets at Six Flags. Chicken strips will put you into bankruptcy. Late night grindhouse ride over the screaming eagle. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get way more screams at Late Night Grindhouse than you will at the scream. <laughs> Do we want to give a clue? Do Are we, we going to dress in costume? No. You don't want a clue? Are no. there going to be games? I want everything to be surprised. There's I want no games. Clues. I keep pushing for games. Yeah. Have door prizes. For guests. So I think uh, would it be toys? We're still working on Maybe. stuff. The but there, there, there may be a grab bag. There will definitely be a clue list of movies that I'll give clues to all eight films. And some of them you might be able to figure out, but I guarantee you, you won't be able to figure out. Oh, my God. What if we could do like a March Madness bracket? Uh, but for movies and have people Whoa. submit their guesses before we April. start the movies. No, but <laughs> yeah. sh- no, you get what I'm saying though. Yeah, yeah, Everybody okay. turns in their slip with their guesses before show starts. Okay. And if somebody I guesses like them right, they win a prize. Mm. All right. Ooh. We have talked about tasty. doing prizes. I mean, we heard totally spitballing live on air. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Vote on your favorite idea. Whoa, my water bottle. Whoa, whoa, what? Are you it's a ghost in the house. <laughs> anyway, um, also, uh, Horror Trivia Night on April 21st. That's a Thursday. Uh, you can register at horrortrivianight.com. Thank you guys very much, and uh, hopefully, we'll be back in a couple weeks. Thanks for having me. Adios. Okay, bye. Bye. Don't feel the reason